this week on the Bamfcast. You can't spell laughters without slaughter or something. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, hey Bamfcast. Episode 110. 110. 110. Yes. Do you like that better? 110? Sure. It's like a voltage. 110. 110, 111, whatever it takes. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> totally fucked this up already. <laughs> Sweet. I'm, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And filling in for BJ. Tobias. Yeah, BJ is serving his country uh, something. He's, he's, working, a, he's working the polls. He's standing up for America. He is working the poll yes. for America. America. Yes. Just like Shaft right. said, he want, we wanted him to work on his poll. And he did. And yeah. he did. He got, okay. his, he got his polls up. It's <laughs> <Yeah. That's> gross. <laughs> so no, the polls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Election. Mm-hmm. So what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we go black into the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, we pick one out and uh, we watch it. And then we come in here and rate it. And it gets, uh, it gets one to five jocks if it's a good, bad movie. An enjoyable, but bad movie after robot jocks. Or it gets one to five Bags and the negative sense as douchebags after Twilight. Boo. So, Boo. to start Black Exploitation History Month yes. off with a bang, celebrate. We decided to do 1972 Slaughter, which was a listener recommendation. Mm-hmm. Thank you from Blair. Yes, who uh, actually kind of requested that we do some Black Exploitation movies because we hadn't really done any yet. Yeah, and we said, "What the hell? Let's do yeah. a whole month." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, we started this one off right. Yes, yeah, we did. Jim Brown starring in Slaughter of 1972. So, plot summary, and then we shall talk more about it. Mm-hmm. Slaughter, a former Green Beret, avenges the killing of loved ones by the mob, and in doing so is coerced by the feds into traveling to Mexico to finish off surviving mobsters. Yeah. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. movie. The, right there. The Treasury Department. No I thought less. he was a cop to start with. No, they kept nope. call, they were calling him Captain Slaughter because he was a Green Beret. I yeah. can only assume in okay. Um, His actual profession is never mentioned. No, he's just a dude slaughterer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think he just because like the first time we see him, did his just profession murder people then. Yeah, <laughs> is being Jim fucking Brown. Yeah, because I mean, first time we see him, he's walking to the hospital after his parents have been blown up in a car. Yes. So well, them getting blown up is the first scene of the movie. I know yes. that's what I'm saying, and then we see yeah. Jim Brown and. Yeah, I mean, they look like they're out either to nice dinner or something. I mean, they're all dressed up yeah. and they get in a very nice very, car, yeah. very, very slow, and they're yes. like, "Oh, he's you know being nice and helping the lady into the car, start no. of the car, boom, and they blow up." Yep. <laughs> and the doctor's like, "We did everything." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Jim Brown's at the hospital, and the doctor's like, "We did everything." And we're like, "There's what? like there wasn't much you could do. What'd you have done? There's a big fucking explosion. <laughs> we used a really nice dustpan to sweep them up." <laughs> I mean, there's not much you can do no. when you get blown up in a car. Mm-mm. Well, at at the hospital, like, I mean, Jim Brown or Slaughter, we're going to call him Slaughter for now. Slaughter, he, Slaughter. Slaughter is walking into the hospital and is basically accosted by this lady who's saying she's a reporter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's walking into the hospital mm-hmm. to see about his parents and damn paparazzi. And she's just like, Slaughter, Slaughter, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, you're black and you're a green beret. It makes great copy. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. And just like, get out of my way. It just dismisses mm-hmm. her. And she's. All up in his face and gets mm-hmm. a cup of coffee. Yeah. Never drinks it and then throws it in the trash. <laughs> of yeah. course, yeah. Angrily, mm-hmm. just to get away from her. Yeah. So then, he, then it basically, what do, I think we get like a little, quick little touch on the who the gangsters are th- uh, scene real fast because basically we've got super Italian dude with crazy ass curly hair and and, a, and, and the weirdest accent. Yeah, the accent in that goes history. all over the place. 
Yeah, it's like Southern if he can even be considered an accent. Yeah, yeah it's, it's bizarre. And then you've got his second in command is Rip Torn. Yeah. Who? Uh, <laughs> Man, <laughs> Rip Torn always looks like he's just run ten miles. <laughs> Through He's cocaine sweating. and <laughs> in this movie, like I mean, that's the weird thing is like later in life. I mean, he he's a very you know cleaned up dude. Like he always looks well. It's weird the, presented. the roles that he plays later. He's always yeah. playing like you know people in charge of things, right. which is mm-hmm. hilarious to think because in the seventies he was the most unkempt, you know, yeah. and all the way like up even through Beastmaster well, where he was just the I, evil sorcerer guy. I think what happened is he, he probably turned like 20 years old, got into acting, and he bought all his clothes. And mm-hmm. he's like, fuck, I bought like three sizes too big. And so he had to, he just had to grow into them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden I was like, shit, this fits right. I, I, I am the correct weight now. Because yeah, he's always wearing a suit throughout the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it doesn't fit at all. His hair is all over the fucking place. If, if this hadn't been 70s credits where, you know, it's it's like five people who made the movie and the actors. I mean, you know, there, there are no credits in 70s movies, basically. Right. I, I would have loved to see a credit that said, like, you know, Rip Torn's hair by. <laughs> that person needs to be fired. Stylist yeah. by the wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cocaine. Yes, by cocaine. Because I swear, much. as the filming of this movie progressed, he just didn't sleep. No. <laughs> it's just that every day, he was just more crazy. But yeah, I, I think there's a, a quick scene there where it kind of interests introduces the the gangster yeah, a little bit and then yeah bit. well he goes to jenny who's like an older lady oh yeah of, yeah that's right yeah. that's right and and mm-hmm. he's like trying to get a name he's trying to do some kind of investigation and which she's like i just can't tell you I, I guess they were were they presenting that like she was his father's mistress that's what i kind of gathered was a good friend of okay his well i just yeah I mean, it was his father was the only one she could. Trust. I mean, basically, his father. I mean, it's, it's like told from the get go. His father was a criminal underworld guy of yeah. some kind. So he goes to see her, who knows about his dirty dealings or whatever. But she's like, I really can't tell you anything. And that's when you know, evil white people show up outside with guns and just start shooting. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which Slaughter then dives behind a big purple chair, and <laughs> lets her get killed. Well, of course, she gets shot in the gut. Yeah, so yeah that she, she gets shot in the gut like long, seven yeah, times, so she yeah. can live long enough to. to <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, give a, a tiny bit more information. Here's a name. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, and then he's like, shit, I got to go to Mexico. Right. Well, first well, he goes back to his hotel room. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And here's something in the bathroom, pulls out his, <laughs> his, his military issue 1911 and just empties the clip into the, <laughs> to the bathroom. Through the door to the, the bathroom. Door yeah. And then like says, the whole thing, it clicks and he's yeah. like, oh shit. And then he reloads it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's like, if anybody's still alive in there, you better come out slowly. And it's reporter chick. Buck naked. Buck ass naked. Except for her hat. Except for she's wearing her hat. Still wearing her hat. Yeah. And she's clutching, you know, clutching clothes around her naked bits. And like, (laughs) I just, I really want to get your story and I want to know more about you. (laughs) And then he just goes, you dumb bitch. (laughs) I could have killed you. And then he basically quickly dismisses her by saying, get your narrow ass out my room. Throws her out of (laughs) his house. Throws her into the hallway. And then lays down to take a nap. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Slaughter. <laughs> he is a badass. This is the point where I was like, I love Slaughter. Yes. Slaughter is my hero. So then, And then from there he goes to the airport. Yeah, he, he I guess he magically like, knows where we this don't guy even, is. Like, yeah. And we she know nothing. That, like we just see a car approaching the airport at night. You see the plane on the side mm-hmm. and you see the car pull up and stop and a couple guys get out. Yeah, it's Rip mm-hmm. Torn and two other dudes. Yeah. And then immediately one dude, the first dude out, just 
bam bullet well, to well, the head. I think, I think Slaughter calls out what the name that he got from Jenny maybe yeah. and, and then that like guy goes, that guy huh? turns around first yeah. and so he gets a he gets a 45 <laughs> to slug face. to the noggin for his trouble of turning around faster than the actual yeah, guy right and the other two guys make a break for the plane yeah take off Slaughter proceeds to take his car and ram the plane <laughs> as it's times. trying to take off. Yeah. Eventually breaks the wheel off. Mm-hmm. And breaks the wheel off. Sets and the, the plane on fire. Yes, and the plane bursts into plane. So then he whips around and jumps out of the car. And as the dudes are jumping out of the plane, he's shooting at them. Yeah, he shoots. I think yeah. he shoots one. Like, he basically dies in the fire. Right. And then mm-hmm. Rip Torin gets out he and runs, runs away. And then and somehow of course, gets away from the cops that are there. Yeah, too, well, the, co- yeah, the cops show up and they immediately surround Slaughter. Right. Take him back to this room closet slash <laughs> basically the cops were there s- they were they were staking out this whole suit they were also working a case and slaughter basically barged in and screwed yeah. up their case so they're like a mm-hmm. weird branch of the government thing yeah well they're 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 the treasury department right yeah. which i i, I guess ne- they're going they're, after tax evasion okay the they're never Al they're never clear exactly yeah. what these guys what the bad guys are doing all i know is those guys are after him and in the end, they're after some kind of computer after and whatever computer. it's computing. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, which this, this is forty years ago, so like, well, you can tell an audience, "Hey, the, it's computer stuff." And they're the like, mob oh, is being run by the computer, shit. right? Yeah. We never yeah. get specific details about what the computer is doing. The closest we ever get is one scene where someone asks if the cards have been copied to microfilm, mm-hmm. and that's apparently what the computer is doing. Well, it's punch mm-hmm. cards. Yeah, I mean, I mean that makes sense, but yeah, sure. but yeah, and Jim Brown throws a. A punch card at somebody later on. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's the them. evidence that the Treasury guy gave him. But anyway, yeah. so he's marched into the Treasury guy's office, which is a warehouse of crap. Mm-hmm. And, and the Treasury guy is Cameron Mitchell, a BAMFCAST alum mm-hmm. from both Action USA and Deadly Prey. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, He gets the great speech during Deadly Prey, but he's he gets another one in this one where he's just like, you killed the dude. Well, yeah. he's got, he got you dead to rights. He's got a pre-typed confession, and he's like... You dumb guy, you, <laughs> you you're gonna sign this confession, and that's that. And, and the whole time, Slaughter is giving him like the <laughs> the line of scrimmage face, like the "I'm gonna fuck you up" face. Like, and he is he is scary as shit. Yeah, because the, and then you know, and Cameron Mitchell is just like, yeah, he's, he's not, like, you're gonna do it, you know. Yeah, I mean, basically, he's like, you, he, yeah, you killed a guy, shit. assault with a deadly weapon, blah 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 blah, right. And then, you know, drops out some fun racial epithets that we'll yeah, hear he, later he, in the movie. Plenty. He, he drops the end bomb uh-huh. on him. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, we, yeah, you're well, ours now. He basically says, you're ours now. Yeah. And, that's, and then that's when, that's when Slaughter's just like, he grabs, reaches he, over the table, grabs him by the tie, pulls him close to his face, and he, well, I think you I don't like, remember I, the I, first I, half I don't know of the if he speech. Signed it? He did sign it. He did. He does sign it while he's holding him by the neck. Yeah. Uh, that, that and he go can... and he goes, "This black man's gonna own you, <laughs> and you could shove that up your ass." Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, "I shit my pants." Then <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Jim Brown is the last human being on this planet I would fuck with." Yeah, pretty much. So that just convinces dude to say okay, why don't we just tell you the whole story and it, recruit you to work for us? Yeah. Like, just flips a switch. Like, yeah, something he's like, all right, we got the confession, I guess. Yeah. So I'm just going to hang on us. to this. Why don't you go down to Mexico? <laughs> You're scary as shit. Why don't <laughs> yeah. you work for us? Why don't you Please. go down there? <laughs> 
<laughs> They're the ones you want. I don't want to own you. Yeah. <laughs> there will be no owning. <laughs> Just mutual cooperation to kill these guys or bring them yeah. to justice. And then he basically tells them, you got to go to South America. Mm-hmm. They're all down there. Or Mexico. Or Central America. Sure. Or, just, or North America it's, if it's Mexico. Whatever <laughs> it is, it is Mexico. Yes, in the beginning, it says filmed in Mexico yes. in the credits. Yeah. But for some reason, they don't mention any of that. that well, there are a lot. You notice there are a lot of lines in this movie that are dubbed, and basically they dubbed out all references to Mexico at the advice of the Mexican government, <laughs> really, <laughs> who didn't want Mexico to be associated so, so with crime. Mexico, Alan Smithied themselves. Basically, this film. they okay. were just like, "Yeah, sure, come shoot here." Wait a minute, <laughs> what are you shooting? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, anyway, unnamed somewhere south of Texas country is where they go, <laughs> and uh, slaughters then rolling through the airport. And meets up with reporter chick again, who mm-hmm. now we learn works for Price in some capacity. Sure. That's about as much detail as we get about her. Yeah. She's some sort of liaison because she's not a field person. No. It's weird. She just drives him to the hotel. Yeah. And then he gets his room and goes up to his room and a dude is in the room and goes, hey. <laughs> and Slaughter punches him in the face. Oh, yeah. and well, she, she warned briefly that you're going to have a partner. And he's like, I work alone. Yeah, Codename like, something. Yeah. <laughs> which sounded like Marcus. one of those things we make up. Like Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. He's yes, just, but I mean, like, his codename was, like, Smarcus. Yeah. yeah. Codename like, Smarcus. It was, like, Spacula? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? And he's like, I work alone. I don't deal with that. Codename Laughter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we so, took the S from your name. Yeah. <laughs> So, Let's see if he so yeah, so he just proceeds to beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, and they, he's like, "Stop! No!" no. And, and they go Slaughter a, wants none of it. They go through a window, <laughs> yeah, out into a pool. Chucks the them story, both out the window yeah. into the swimming pool, and the and, guy's like, and continues beating on him. And then finally, yeah. he's like, yeah, Marcus. Yeah, he's like tippy toe, tippy toe. And that's when I'm shutting down. That's when Slaughter's like, "Oh, you said the password." Oh, oh. He's like, it's a lot to remember. Like, one yeah. word. One word. Yeah. He's like, one very important word. Time. And he's just like, why did you say that earlier, baby? You never forget Slaughter's safe word. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies. But we should point out, at this time is when there's this weird filming technique in the film. And it's basically whenever there's a moment of violence or some sort of stunt. But it, it, it's a weird camera distortion uh, like the picture squeezed vertically. Well, it, it's a fisheye, but then it's like they didn't aspect correct it or no, something. It's and weird. It's, it's really low. It's like shot yeah. from the ground up, and it looks odd. It's like a spider's point of view whenever there's action, which is strange, but it happens all throughout the movie. Yeah. Like when there's gunplay or anything, yeah. like it just I cuts said, to this weird... Yeah, it's just, it gets vertically stretched, so everybody looks really fat in yeah. the middle yeah. of like the Like I said, it's weird, because it's like, it's like part fisheye, and then it's like they... It looks like raw film stock, too. Yeah. It's like it's like they didn't color correct it or aspect correct it. It's anything. strange. It's strange. Chances are it's probably stuntmen, and that's their way of hiding Distorting the it. fact that's that it's probably, all that's stuntmen. A, that's probably. a good idea. But yeah. again, it's still jarring. Why do you need a stuntman for Jim Brown? I, that dude's jacked. Well, that dude does a sweet-ass stunt late in the movie when yeah. he, he, does. <laughs> he jumps out of him. that car. Yeah. And that was definitely him. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay, so he's met his partner, and... Yeah, the, the very first thing, he's like, okay, partner, uh, let's go kick the hornet's nest, because <laughs> right. he's like, where do they hang out? He's like, they hang out at this casino. He's like, let's go to the casino. Yeah. And the, the guy's like, uh, uh, that's... Uh, really? Like, no. that's not the best plan. Let him know we're here, and he's like, let's go. Yeah, and he doesn't want to... And it's it's funny, because he kind of beats around the bush with him, where he's just like, well, they're not going to let you in. It's invitation only, and it's kind of... You know, he he, yeah. he he almost gets like the travel agent in Lethal Weapon Two, where he's just like, "But 
but, but you're black. But you're black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Brown's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. James Brown's basically, or James Brown. Jim Brown. He, <laughs> he is James Brown. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, he's like, well, you need an invitation. That's when he pulls out his gun. Yeah, <laughs> I got my I shit. I got my shit. You got your You got your shit. Yeah, so they go to the casino and he pulls a gun on the door guy. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Force his way in and he says, tell, <laughs> I your, gamble. tell your boss that Slaughter's here. Right. And he just kind of lets that guy go and goes and sits down at the table and starts gambling. Mm-hmm. And, and, and tells Slaughter or tells the guy that Slaughter's there. There's a lot of looks between curly haired. I don't know what the hell his name is. The Marco. Marco Polo. No. Mario. Mar- Mario. Mario. Yes, Mario. Mario, Mario Felice. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tom Baker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And then, <laughs> yeah. And also you've got you've got him in there, but you've also got Dominic, who's ripped torn and right. his girlfriend, Anne. Mm-hmm. Stella Stevens. Yeah, and they're all looking at each other across the casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the whole time. Yeah. Well, she's looking at Slaughter because Slaughter is obviously a big hunk of man. Mm-hmm. And Rip Torn's looking at her like, what the fuck are you looking at? Well, he does look gigantic in that room. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. He is a huge yeah. dude. And, of course, he's the only black guy there. Right. Yes. <laughs> Which is something I'll note also. I mean, for a black exploitation movie, after the first 15 minutes, you know, once he gets to Mexico... Yeah. He is basically the only black guy in the movie yeah. for the rest of the time. But you have to understand, black exploitation just means that they were exploiting Jim Brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah I like, understand that. We're putting you, know. you in this movie so black people will come and see And obviously, we'll, you know, we'll get to a lot more of the pimps and the drug dealers oh, yeah. and all that as yeah, we go I wanted, on. I wanted but, to ease everybody into that. So Yeah, but, okay. but this one is, is basically a star vehicle for Jim Brown yeah. in yeah. the second half of it. But yeah, but, he's I mean, just... Yeah, I was just getting back to the casino. It's like they, I mean, he, they gamble for a while. There's a lot of looks across it. And mm-hmm. then finally, mm-hmm. Mario, the Tom Baker guy, goes over and sits down in front of him. And is like, so you having a good time? You're doing well? Everything like that? And uh, and so they, they play this quick hand of blackjack. I guess it was like all the stakes. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But yeah, it's like he flips over, you know, Jim. Well, the dealer, they do it wrong. The dealer draws out <laughs> 21 and he's like, haha, I beat you. And then Jim Brown flips over. And he's like, blackjack. And then mm-hmm. also flips over one of the punch cards. Right. It's like, I know what you're up yeah. to. And I, yeah. Who it's you are. Like, it's okay. very much like a James Bond knockoff scene. Sure. Yeah. Except, Except they, Jim Brown just doesn't like. Well, he doesn't try he to doesn't sell have it that witty way. banter no. or anything. No, he's. Just, he, he just does a lot of sullen staring at people. Death stares, and, yeah. And all of them going. Fuck, dude. I do not want to mess with this guy. But during all that, his partner is just wandering around the compound. Oh, he's not wandering. Like, oh, yeah. He's making the biggest deal out of it. Well, yeah, he scales up a building to the roof with the, like a, the reasoning a behind this was wool. right. Is he made, like Jim Brown or Slaughter? Let's start calling him Slaughter. Slaughter okay, basically Slaughter. tells him. Go check and see if this building has enough power going to it to run a computer. To run a computer. That's his mission. <laughs> right. And he turns it into this James Bond-esque thing that requires rope and climbing and... Climbs up to the roof so he can climb down through the yeah. church and crash into a Jesus statue. <laughs> and of course there's jokes. He's right. like, Jesus, God, I'm sorry, big guy. <laughs> well, and then he sneaks by like two guards and yeah. he's just... Terrible sneaking. It's awesome because he's like, holy shit, that worked. I can't I believe actually that snuck by so well, one guard and one uh, waiter. Because like yeah. he goes and hides behind or next to the fridge, and the waiter comes mm-hmm. in and opens the fridge, doesn't see him, and, yeah. and we just leaves. kept thinking if it was slaughter trying to sneak around, yeah. there'd just be a trail of dead bodies <laughs> everywhere. They would know where he went from the trail of <laughs> dead bodies, <laughs> and you'll know him by the trail of dead. Yeah. And they both they they leave and they're driving back and they're basically like, did you get any information? No. Did you? No. no. All right. <laughs> the whole time Slaughter's got a shit-eating grin on right. his face. Right. He's like, yeah. Because he knows he's made contact. Mm-hmm. 
So then they decide, uh, Mario decides, hey, he liked uh, he liked your woman, Dominic, so we're going to send her. Yeah, because on to- his way out, he went over and just stared at her while he knew mm-hmm. Rip Torn was watching him, mm-hmm. just to make Rip Torn just furious. Well, yeah, and Rip Torn, <laughs> of course, you know, they're trying to make him as irredeemable as possible. Oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah, he's, so he's, he's, like, he's dropping... <laughs> Dropping He's dropping n bombs, and, and then you know and everything I think else he, too. Does he, yeah. does he say it to oh, Jim yeah. Brown? Right, yeah, like as he's because like I know leading. he says like we don't want your kind here. Right. Oh no, but he, and he goes, "What kind is that?" And that's when Jim Brown goes <laughs> yeah. over to his girlfriend. Is like, yeah, hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he it, Slaughter also has that cool exit where he demands that the one dude open the door for him, and he he walks out and turns around, still staring at everybody. And the one dude starts to close the door on him, and he throws the door back open <laughs> to continue staring, staring a little bit seconds. longer and then walk away. Well, they also had the record scratch when he first gets in the room. Oh, yeah. Without the record right. without the actual yeah. sound, but it, yes. It was just sort of a gradual decline of volume, whereas everyone stopped what they were doing to turn around well, to see well, that there's was a weird. black man in the room. It was, that was the first time Rip Torn drops the N-bomb. Right. And then it's like, he's just muttering to his girl that's sitting right there, but it's like the whole room heard, because like, the music stops and right. everybody turns and looks at this big black band mm-hmm. coming the in the room. dude who would yeah. be making sound. But it's just weird. It's like, it's like holy shit, okay, Rip Torn, but Rip Torn's <laughs> racism basically was the record scratch for that scene. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so he leaves there like, all right, well, I guess we got a plan. So yeah. next day, a girl shows up at the hotel mm-hmm. and they sent sidekicks like, oh, I'm going to hit on her. She looks hot. <laughs> Which, he, I don't which, think he had seen her at the party, so no, he, he didn't, didn't realize that he was that's never why in she the party. There. So yeah, so this this establishes that sidekick is terrible at trying to hit on women, mm-hmm. and it's good that it's established because it keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, right <laughs> after he fails with her, he goes over to some some Mexican or South American girls uh, standing <laughs> sitting by the pool, and he's like, "Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing?" And he says like all these things, and eventually he goes like, "Do you speak English?" And they're like, "No, comprendo," and walk, <laughs> walk away. And the thing is. This guy's like 40, and these girls look like they're like 15. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, we're in Mexico. There's yeah. no laws against that shit, right? <laughs> he doesn't care. He's yeah. been down there a long time. Yeah, but after he hits on her, she's like, no. No, no this isn't happening. And then immediately she's like, I've got plans. Up, walks three well, feet well, she goes, and goes over got, to Jim Brown. She tells him, I've got plans for dinner, and then walks over to Jim Brown. He's like, <laughs> sits down. He wants the snacks at the table. Yeah, yeah, and that table, my God. They're loaded with pretzel plates and there are like a dozen plates of pretzels and, and, yeah. and pork rinds and <laughs> big, olives big bottle of scotch right in the middle of the table big mm-hmm. bowl of nachos <laughs> yeah this is a swanky joint and there's some churros you see how many there. fountains that place had they had the one, they had the one earthquake fountain outside yeah, that fountain what was up with it was like a it was like a circular it was like a big satellite dish upside down i don't know I and it was like a wave pool but it was like the world's most violent wave i seriously thought they were filming on the day of the earthquake I mean that the water That's in there is just like. violently thrashing around, like like they film on a fault line. Yeah, because yeah, you pointed that out about this movie when it was first brought that up. That was the only fountains. thing I remember. Is, is that, that every scene had a goddamn are fountain? So many fountains. <laughs> well, the, the earthquake fountain, like I said, it, it it looked like a scene from Jaws, where like the swimmer was being dragged around right. in a circle by yeah. Jaws, right in the very center of the fountain. <laughs> exactly. Well, at least that fountain pays off with a guy getting chucked off a roof yeah. into it eventually. True. Yes. Oh man, they well, chucked it so many pay dudes off, off in that it. Explains why the hell you would have the, no, uh, that violent no, of, no. of a fountain. I guess maybe retroactively. No. This is serene. A- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's not. Watch this and chill out. <laughs> so, yeah. So she sits down and he's like, "Oh, hey, baby," which is basically exactly the way he speaks through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does his and, thing, and yeah. Well, he, he has to say like, like three well, lines to you. her, and then they cut to the. The bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that is yeah. the power of slaughter, man. Yeah. That's all you got to say. Yeah, and there's a. It goes on a little bit long. Yeah. Love scene. 
Well, they're sort of talking and sort of making out, and then they're sort of almost showing Slaughter's crotch. Yeah, Yeah, there's also some. There's almost some Slaughter schlong. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But they they're they're tasteful about it. Yeah, they have the sex, and uh, (laughs) yes, they do have the sex. And then Slaughter goes out for a walk. And and he's whistling and happy. He's like, dude, I just got a white lady. And that's when one or two cars decide to chase him down every alley within a mile radius. Of mm-hmm. yeah. it's so, it's so obviously confusing. Dominic is going against the orders of the main dude. The main dude is just like she needs to go and find out whatever information Slaughter's got. Rip Torn is just batshit crazy, and he's like. Sends his guys to go kill Slaughter. So, well, he's smart because she turns immediately. Which, oh yeah, which she, is the power of Slaughter. <laughs> yeah, where she's just like she's not giving them any information anymore. No. And Rip Torn's like, all right, well, and let's just kill him, yeah. get that over with, so I can get her back. So it's a weird sequence of events where it's like an alley, and Slaughter's running down the alley, and a car will go by. And, and then he'll, he'll be standing in the fence. Yeah, and then he's standing in another alley. And, and then a car goes by the same direction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's it's like I've talked about before where sometimes directors don't know how to do geography or give you any sense of where you are or I, what's I, going on. I and think they just shot film, at night. Yeah, they just filmed a bunch of stuff and so ah, the editor will figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we got which, alleys, we got cars. It shows. It yeah. looks exactly like how you just described it where it's Random shots of him running down alleyways, right. and suddenly a car appears. Yeah, well, he, for, he finally forces... It's like forces, a magic car. <laughs> he finally forces one car off into a ditch <laughs> with, yeah, with the, the never-ending wheel yeah, spin. Yeah. squeaky wheel. That has, well, yeah, yeah, it lands in the in the water, and then suddenly the dude's body floats, floats out, out from yeah, underneath yeah. it. Yeah, he and the wheel the just keeps spinning, and then the other car pulls up. And like, <laughs> the guy's like, well, where's the car? And we're like, I don't know. can't you fucking hear it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't investigate it at all. No. I don't know. I don't know. But then Slaughter goes to dinner. Slaughter magic did away he shows up at dinner now he's having filthy. Sur- yes yeah. absolutely filthy having survived the car his attack. sweet suit has been sort he, of he looks like up. he just changed the oil of his car <laughs> he's in a t- tuxedo so he shows up to, to meet uh to meet ann at dinner and um and she just sort of looks at like, him like hello what it's all with you and then of course he accuses her of like, you set me up yeah and then she's like no 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 i like, want to be here okay so they go Back to the hotel they go for more sex. They go alone again. Same sex but this time too. they get a song. Yes. Oh, they, did. <laughs> <laughs> they get the tender tribute song of Yeah, we didn't even mention Slaughter's theme song. Slaughter has oh, a sweet theme song. It, the th- yeah. it was going to come up because yeah. yeah, at least in rating time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the music. Yeah. Yeah. The music's the awesome. But yeah, this is more like the the tender love mm-hmm. yeah. song. It's it's very sweet. Uh it, it makes a one night stand seem like the most romantic thing ever. It's just basically like you and I, we're both here. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Those were the actual lyrics. <laughs> Sung better than we're that. We're both here but. together. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, so then they wake up the next morning, and I think that's when she gives her speech about belonging to Dominic. Yeah, I think. yeah they're out going he, he, for a She walk. was sold to him. Yeah. They're walking through like the hedge maze or whatever. Right. And that's when he senses someone up on the roof. He's like, baby, hide or, or sees them. His, his <laughs> slaughter yeah, sense kicks that's, in. That's his, sense. Slaughter, his sense of <laughs> seeing them. 
There's a lot of Italian gangsters on roofs. Yeah, sure. God, there's <laughs> seems so to many. Be where they are. And most of them fall right off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or get shot. They'll just be like, hey, is that... <laughs> they should really put guardrails up there on those roofs. Yeah. Slaughter, just, so he, Slaughter is really good at the whack-a-mole game. Do not play that. <laughs> he, <laughs> so he throws her into the middle of a bush. Yeah, yeah. Stay here. Stay here. Stay He's here. like, don't go anywhere. No matter what happens. And then he, he wrecks a few dudes. <laughs> yeah. And then pretty much simultaneous to this, I think we've also learned... A little bit more about Dominic's scheme to take over Mario's oh, business yeah. because he goes to. That's when we get the scene about the microfilm, the punch cards, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then one guy that kind of gets cold feet, and so he gets shotgunned by Dominic's. Well, he basically they make makes the other guy. Yeah, they basically make one of the other his loyalty. Yeah, one of the other computer nerds shotgun the other guy. Yeah. So then that computer guy goes to to Mario and says, "Dominic's crazy. Maybe you shoot my friend. He's he's trying to steal from you and." Uh, and they Mark. kill him for his trouble. Yeah, I guess because he had been they shoot going him a against lot orders. of times. Yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. That's one thing when people get shot, they get shot like eight times. Yeah. 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 So then, like, maybe not be the they exact scene. Couple tapped. <laughs> may not be the exact scene right after it, but then basically, finally, Mario confronts Dominic and orders his guys to mm-hmm. shoot him because he's been, you know, he's just finally gone too far. And we find out that he's got everybody on his side, and they shoot Mario, the head gangster mm-hmm. guy. Right. Well, Mario yeah, handball court. Mario had decided that he was going to give <laughs> Dominic to slaughter. He was just like, "Fuck this." Yeah. Dominic's gone too far, uh, so he called Slaughter and was like, "You know, hey, this guy's going to be here, and you know, mm-hmm. what do I get?" You know, it's like, "Well, you're going to be quiet about this whole thing." And right. Slaughter's yeah, cool. But he doesn't care. He just wants this guy dead. We, we kind of skipped over the fight on the roof. Oh, that was an awesome. Fight. Oh, from yeah, the well, ma- from okay, the, that's true. From the maze. That's where, true. That's right he, after the maze. He sees right. the guys on the roof, and he cha- he kills one. He shoots one. <laughs> chases another one up onto the roof and then there's like two more guys and then suddenly it's weird because he's on like the biggest ass roof yes. you've ever They're seen really far and apart. everyone is so far it's like the good bad and the ugly they're yeah, so far exactly. away from each other and the guy's like let's they, not use range weapons let's use this knife right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little tiny yeah little tells, tiny switch blade. he tells the two guys with guns to put their guns away yeah. and he just pulls out his knife and slaughter takes off his shirt <laughs> well, <laughs> slaughter says well, you better know how to use that or right. i'm gonna shove it up your ass yeah, yeah. The second thing he's, then, he's told somebody he's going to shove up. Right. Ass. Yeah. And then. They, and so they start fighting. He gets like sliced a couple times. He throws the shirt. He, he to distract hits, the one dude. Yeah. yeah. He hits one dude. Picks Ooh, him up. Shit. Yeah. I was going to say that's what, like the guy with the knife, like will take a swipe at him and miss and he'll kind of knock him away. And then the other guys will jump in, which right. is kind of unique. Cause you know, usually it's most of these fights are like, let me beat up one guy. Okay. Next. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. But at least these other guys are kind of jumping in. But one guy gets literally lifted up over Slaughter's head and thrown off the roof yes. for his trouble. Yes. Yeah. And that's the guy who ends up going into the... Well, I think that guy just no, landed the on the air ducts. Okay. Yeah, the first dude just landed on okay. the air ducts. Yeah. It's, it's the last guy who then ends up in the pool. Cause, yeah. Because the other guy... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, and the other guy, he just kind of punches, and the guy flops over the edge. Yeah, and he basically in the, in yeah. the turning kind of pool. throws them all off the roof. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah punching the last guy gets one was down the super spectacular. The first guy, yeah, because the first guy that he, when he chucks him head. over his head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was spectacular. And yeah. then they cut to the shot from the ground level, watching the body fly <laughs> right. down at the yes. camera. It was great. And if I was a dummy, that was a good dummy. Oh yeah, I think that might have been a guy going for an airbag, but because that looked good. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So yeah, but that. That fight is one of the highlights of the movie that, for that sure. That was yeah. good, yeah. But yeah, Slaughter does get cut across the stomach, but doesn't matter. It makes it does not affect him. <laughs> he just sort of looks at it like, oh. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, whatever. Yes. But he did throw his shirt at the guy as a distraction, <laughs> and it almost worked. I was kind of hoping for a naked gun moment where it just <laughs> hit him in the face. And just, <laughs> 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 but yeah, so, so Dominic 
pretty much figured out that he was going to be ratted out anyway, and so he kills Mario, Mario in, while he's playing handball. Mm-hmm. By himself. Yeah. yeah it was really sad. It's, it's a metaphor for <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah, Which he's is... just hanging out playing handball, and somehow, like, during the course of that scene, Mario sort of, like, goes retarded. I don't know other, I don't know any other way to... It's just, like, the way they're filming him. Mm-hmm. He just has this look on his face like he's he's in the sixth grade <laughs> and is developmentally challenged. Uh so well, he, yeah, he, cool because he drops completely out of accent, and then he's just like, "Die, die, don't kill me!" Yes. <laughs> and there's that shot that we were enjoying when he's dead on the handball court, and the handball is just bouncing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just bouncing by him, and we were making it like, "Come the, and play with the me." The handball was like, "Play, with play, play, play!" <laughs> play. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's dead. <laughs> it's a side movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the handball's the hand- tail. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Poor handball. But yeah, now there's nobody left to stop Dominic. Yes. Well, so, because like they, they told, or, or Mario told Slaughter, come to the casino, I'll have Dominic there, right. you can mm-hmm. kill him. So, of course, Slaughter shows up to the casino, the guy says, okay, you know, Mario will meet you, come on around the corner. Well, before that, the, the whole impetus to get him there was that they stole Stella Stevens back. Right. And right. he came in to their place and saw her towel, and they were like... Oh, she's obviously gone. Yeah. So that's that's what really drives him. Yes. Let's go. Let's go get so him. So now he has his partner go wait in the casino. I'm trying to think, right? They all go. They they suit up. They have the the gun. Uh-huh. Well, she's there too. They, so they must have kidnapped her after that. Yeah, cuz she her because job was she's, to flip the power off. Yeah, her job is to flip the power off. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. The other guy's job is just scene. to be there, uh-huh. yeah, I guess. Okay. But Dominic knows that they're all coming. Right. right. Because while Slaughter's trying to go through the house and yeah, find right. him. Well, right. one guy's leading him around back. The yeah, they basically tell dude. him that Mario's we'll gonna see we'll now, see yeah. him and, and they go in there and like they've got this really crudely made dummy, dummy. With, with the uh, as bad of hair yes. as as Mario <laughs> had. Which I want to know how they found a wig place that had that I think they just cut the wig. That's off. probably his wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they scalped yeah. him. It's your last movie, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they've got it on the dummy and it's it's a split second shot too, because like mm-hmm. the door opens, slaughter immediately knows. What the fuck is wrong throws, with these guys? Throws, throws the, the, guy in throws the henchman in there who Rip Torn puts like six bullets But as in. he's being thrown into the room, he's screaming, no, don't shoot, it's me, don't shoot. And Rip Torn just put, pumps yeah, like 15 it. bullets into him. Which for some reason had a silencer. I don't I don't know why. Well, you don't want yeah. to disturb the patrons. Well, then after casino. that, the best thing is the reaction shot just after that because like they, they do the zoom, zoom in on the guy's face mm-hmm. and then Rip Torn's like, Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, and then meanwhile, the uh, the henchman who had the knife earlier, who got kicked off the roof, like he like rolls down the stairs, so he gets away. But he's trying to. He's got what's his face in a sleeper hold. He's got the side in the middle of the casino. In the right. middle of the casino, yeah. and, no, and everybody's well, just like, oh, well, he's acting okay. like he's like best friends with him, yeah. like he's hugging him or something. Yeah, but the dude's like, like, and, the like <laughs> and people are like looking at it, and, the, like, and like their buddy's nudging him, like, no, They're like all oh, those don't. crazy Americans don't look over there. No, it's Tijuana. Yeah, like, don't look. Well, he just keeps saying he, he's like, oh, say hi to your buddies in Dallas for me. It's a pretty brutal Dallas. scene. I mean, it goes on for about a minute. They are slowly torturing this guy to death in the middle of this casino, and that's when nobody cares. And then Jim Brown, well. Has the second best entrance of the movie. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Because this one's pretty fucking amazing, but there's one later that's even better. Because yeah. he busts through the door at full fucking speed. He explodes through the door instantly <laughs> up onto a table and just starts ranting. He's not even aiming. No. He's just shooting. But yet he well, is. Because he, like, he's like, he kicks the dude in hitting. the face yeah. who's holding his buddy. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he and his buddy get away. And he's just knocking tables around yeah. and... 
They kick flip him and then they flip and the and table, get the right, behind the yeah, bulletproof right. table. The bulletproof At this point, table. like he literally doesn't fucking stop. Like they stop behind the table for about two seconds, be like, You alright? Okay, let's go. <laughs> and then they break back into full run because I mean he's awesome. He does that awesome with his gun, gun jams. His gun is empty, the, the sidekick guy. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he laughs and goes, ha, 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 ha. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the yeah. point I actually 100% love that. Yeah. Game. Yeah. But meanwhile, also, Anne has also run off and turned off the lights. So right. it's caused the yeah. whole place to not, you know, go extra crazy because the lights are off and there's guns going off. Sure. And- well, yeah. Well, everyone flips out, obviously, because a giant black man busts through the door with a gun and, and starts kicking yeah. people in the face. And then there's a firefight right in the middle of the of the building overturned mm. <laughs> casino tables mm-hmm. and then it continues outside like they run outside mm-hmm. somehow there and it, there's like no said, rhyme or reason to the gunplay it is no. just there are bullets obviously flying at them from some direction and they will shoot in some random mm-hmm. direction and someone mm-hmm. will just fall over but it's still amazing like, yeah, there's, there's, oh, sure. they just escape yeah it's breakneck i mean it is just go 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 yeah. gotta get out of here yeah, and, they escape and then they all of a sudden they cut to that's the scene where the girl gets kidnapped coming mm-hmm. out of the shower right okay. yes yeah they get back yeah, there's which the is random just gratuitous a, nudity yeah, thing yeah which is completely fine. gratuitous nudity scene which Perfectly none, okay. none of us complained about no yeah. back in the day stella stevens had a body yeah but so the the henchman takes her Mm-hmm. And then that's when they come back, find the towel just laying on the chair and go, yeah. and, oh. a, and a lamp flipped over. So <laughs> yeah. they're like, Obviously. Slaughter using his detective skills <laughs> yes. goes, oh no, she's been kidnapped. Put shit together. <laughs> and then and that's when he's sitting at the hotel and they're just like, wait for Price. Just wait for Price. Yeah. And, and his sidekick's like, you gotta wait for Price. I, we can do this. We just like, we gotta wait till he gets I am here. 100% on your side. <laughs> this guy pays me though, right. so we gotta wait for him. Yeah, and then but Slaughter's then it, like, I ain't waiting for shit. And he's like, Take me with you. Then take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> but then it cuts back, you know, after uh, Anne has been kidnapped, we have to completely and totally dehumanize Rip Torn's character uh, sure. altogether because he he beats the fuck out of her. Yeah, he's yeah. saying awful. Like, what did that giant ape teach you? Yeah. yeah. And then just starts beating the hell out of her. And to the point where we were like, okay. 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 This is not right. Enough. I mean, he slaps her and kicks her and, I and mean, it's, it's a pretty brutal yeah, beating. Full gut punch and then just kick, kicks her on the ground. Like, and he like elbows yeah. her in the head to yeah. knock yeah. her out. Which makes, <laughs> which makes the reaction to her injuries later so amusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but, and then, but so then, slaughters in a mu- they're in a Mustang, and they're like, "All right, let's do this." Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they're just barreling towards this place. <laughs> they don't even stop. No. Yeah, and they kind of <laughs> fishtail the car in, like into the into the the compound area. Yeah, the compound, like the the front door area. You, you know the shot in red with Bruce Willis. Like where they, oh, they do yeah. the car flip and he mm-hmm. steps out of the car. Mm-hmm. That was lame and fake and stupid. This is what that wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. Because they don't stop the car and he steps out of the car, kills the guy. shotgun <laughs> at the ready. Yeah. Shoots the guy standing up from out of the car. Yeah. It is amazing. It's one take. There's no cuts. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's a two jock scene. It is it amazing. <laughs> it is an unprecedented two yeah. jock scene. Like when it happened, I. I couldn't even believe that could happen. That's yeah. how amazing it was. Like I was like, they didn't just do that. They did. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't so into it, I 
I almost asked you to rewind it just yeah. so we could watch it again. And it was Jim Brown. I know. I mean, it wasn't a stunt no, dude. There is no stunt double there. They just rolled up and Jim Brown stepped out I, and shot that dude. Guaranteed it was a badass fucking stunt driver. But, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. But that was Jim Brown stepping out of the car. Yeah. He's like, trust me, Jim, I got this. You're going to come in like at one mile an hour. It'll be perfect walking speed. You just open the door and walk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. So he just hops out and just starts blasting dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is amazing. And then it's just like he runs through this place, shotgunning people, killing the rest of everybody. Well, yeah, because he had a suitcase with like a superpowered yes. shotgun and the, the wooden machine, a wooden gun. machine <laughs> yeah. gun that they yeah. put together. And grenades. Because grenades. the first thing they do is they, they blast the door and then they're, they're behind the, the front door and they just they just toss a grenade in oh, yeah. for whatever reason. He kills on. one dude that's yeah. right there. One dude but just didn't falls him. over. Just kind of, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He was all bloody yeah. on the yeah. ground. But then they shot him. But now suddenly, like, you know, sidekick dude has the the little makeshift Tommy gun thing and he's like become an amazing shot. He kills more dudes than slaughtered. Is that when they all the henchmen go to the roof for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yep. and they just start the like, picking them off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. Rip Torn's off in the corner just screaming at guys. He's like, yeah. shoot him! Shoot him! Shoot him! It's a yeah. horrible plan. All the bad guys go up to the roof and then one by one come over to the edge and just That's shoot. because Rip Torn decides to take the fuck off. Uh, well, He's yeah. Like, eventually, I mean, he gets shot at and yeah. shoots back a little bit, but like... Well, it's fine. He keeps shooting at Slaughter and Slaughter's sidekick keeps seeing that happen and then shoots back at Rip Torn, which pisses off Rip Torn because he has to hide. Yeah. And it just, it keeps, the cycle keeps continuing of him shooting at Slaughter, sidekick shooting at Rip Torn. But I'm taking he went out and stole their car. I mean, I think that's what he uh, rolled away. No, 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 no he, he just, he just, he just stole the car. Like, their car vanishes. Okay. Yeah, we never see that car again. Yeah, he takes one car yeah, and he, Slaughter just... For all we know, that car kept going. Yeah, Slaughter <laughs> takes off after him on foot. I, I like to think that they came in Somewhere the front in door Mexico, and they ran out the back door. Just like a solid wave of killing. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. car picked up the handball and the two of them they took off <laughs> <laughs> fuck this I'll never let go <laughs> <laughs> yep sorry stubbing Louise and Paul mm. <laughs> sorry Jesus Christ uh, but yeah so basically what happened that leads to- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining all the, the wild adventures of the handball the handball and, and the sweet car so yeah so eventually Slaughter finds Anne on right. the floor and he runs in and she he's hasn't like, moved since the no, 10 yeah, minutes she's ago. She's like the bloody the side of the mouth. Yeah. And, and Slaughter just sort of like holds her hand and says, she's okay. She'll be fine. Yeah, she'll, she'll be, be fine. Right. And takes off after Rip Torn. Leaving yeah. Sidekick to kind of deal with her, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. The end to their story. <laughs> well, yes. the, the only thing after that is the the henchman who had kidnapped her, who had kind of been like the other guy who's always survived. Oh, right. Yeah. The Sidekick kills the sidekick fuck out of that the, guy. He gets the drop on him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I don't know why he doesn't just shoot him immediately, but he just, I it's guess, a kind of prolonged revenge well, thing. Yeah, this is the guy gets, that was he, also he, choking yeah, him out. Yeah. He gets the guy to drop the gun yeah. and then the guy slowly he's starts acting going like he's surrendering and then he suddenly acts like he's going for another gun. And so he gets gunned down, yep. but then he keeps going for the other gun and he gets <laughs> shot again yep. more. <laughs> and then he gets a line back, something like, uh, you, you can say hi to your friends in Dallas yeah. for me. Yeah. Sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he yeah. does call it, was, it, was, it was an appropriate line for everything that he said to him at yeah. the casino. So, yeah. Wraps up their story. Meanwhile, Slaughter has jumped in a Mercedes to take off after uh, Dominic, mm-hmm. who is taken off in this other car, mm-hmm. and begins a car chase through this rural town in Mexico where they are fucking shit up. They are running mm-hmm. through marketplaces and... But then they're on like a super highway at some point, and then they're on the side of a mountain. Almost run over a kid. (laughs) Yeah, there's like 
It's just random, like, like wherever they had road. Oh, and dude has to dive into a fountain. Yeah, <laughs> for safety. For safety. That's yeah. what fountains are for. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> of course. But yeah, then eventually he finally, you know, catches up and they're they're on a highway and he's side by side. Like mm-hmm. I said, the Mercedes probably weighs three times what the other car right. does. So he kind of just runs him off the side of the road, which is pretty easy to do in a big ass car like that. And, and he takes like five or six rolls over mm-hmm. and pretty much squashes him. But yeah. he's, he's not quite dead yet. No. Car's upside down on top of him. And then Ripped Horn's just like. Let me go. Stupid. Get me out of here. I killed your family. Let me go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that was me. I yeah, killed, like, yeah. killed my family. He's like, I don't know. I killed a lot of people. I killed lots of people. Out of here. I'm good at killing people. Yeah. His plan is basically ask for release, confess to the murder of the parents, use racial slurs, continue to ask for release, mm-hmm. yeah. and just keep ramping up the volume until... And then the the camera has uh, cut back to the back of the car, which is slowly dripping Dripping gasoline, gasoline, of course. course. So Slaughter shoots the gasoline and... Mm -hmm. Kaboom! And then Ripped Horn is thrashing (laughs) around in the car, screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. Coolie gets in the car, drives (laughs) away. Gets in the car, and the theme song kicks back up. The theme song comes on, and the end. (laughs) (laughs) No resolution to anything else. Just bad guy dead. (laughs) Slaughter is done. (laughs) Doesn't matter what else happens. Nope. <laughs> His mission was complete. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Movie so, over. So freaking good. Mm-hmm. But yes, soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Funky as hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely gets a Stargrove. Sure. If, I was, if it's a Stargrove or not, this a is a Stargrove. Full Stargrove full for star the grove. soundtrack. The theme song is by Billy Preston, and it's great. And almost, you almost wish it hadn't had the name Slaughter in it so that someone else could use it for something. Mm. Because they don't really use it here at all, except the opening credits and the end credits. Sure. It's not like at any time Slaughter's like walking around the hotel and they're playing it. <laughs> Although we sang it for him several mm-hmm. times when he was doing stuff. Oh yeah. Um, the rest of the music isn't really black exploitation music. It's more like relevant to the locale, mm-hmm. but it's good sort of crazy chase music and action music. Although there's times where the guy doing the music went a little crazy, like like up on the roof when the fight scene was over. The fight scene was obviously over, but the dude had like one more burst of energy <laughs> and had a little bit more music to kick out, yeah. and then and then that was over. So yeah, good good tunes. Yep. So we should rate it. I think we should. Who's ready to rate? I'm ready to rate. Rate it. Five jocks. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. It was awesome. Much better than I thought it was going to be. Oh. Jim Brown is. I don't think we've watched any movie with anyone more badass than him in this movie. I wonder how many people he shot who had nothing to do with the mob, though, because he just went into who cares? rooms and killed people. Yes. <laughs> if yes. they were in a suit, they were going to die. But, like, he was already awesome, but that scene of him just stepping out of the car with the <laughs> shotgun. Yeah. I did like it when he pistol whipped that guy in the stomach and then mm-hmm. reloaded. Oh, that's yeah, right, because he ran out of bullets. <laughs> yeah. bullets. And it switches to that weird point of view shot where he was just like, well, all right, I'm just going to smack you in the stomach with my gun. <laughs> Doesn't throw the gun away and realizes, hey, I've got more bullets in my pocket. <laughs> no, like I said, he's dedicated to that gun. Yeah. I mean, that was his, that's his military sidearm. Yeah. He's going to fuck people up with it. Yeah, but I, I mean, if you've listened to anything we've just said, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is easily a five jocks movie. This yeah. has two amazing taglines. One's on the awesome poster we were talking about. Slaughter. It's not only his name, it's his business, and sometimes his pleasure. <laughs> yes. But even better than that, Slaughter will blow your mind clean out of your head. <laughs> wow. And, and it, also has, it also has my favorite thing in the opening credits. It had Jim Brown is Slaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fucking love that whenever they... <laughs> any movie that does that, you've, you've already sold me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just can't... like. 
even Steven Seagal movies have sold me just because like Steven Seagal is above the law. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> yep. Gary, Gary so there is, is there is a sequel to this. <laughs> yes, there is. He fights the evil Ed McMahon. Oh, <laughs> we're fucking watching that, dude. Wait, yes. I'm ah, telling you ah, now. Ah. Watching that. <laughs> At some point, we're watching that. I'm okay with that. All right. All right. So time for a break. Yeah. Yes. Welcome back to second half. Hey, second hey. half. Fifth guest. It's half number two. Second half. Half number second two, half. two. We have half done deuce. one half, and now we're doing another. That's how many halves there are. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go take some voicemails, shall we? Okay. That sounds terrific. Uh, I bet we have two. I I think you're right, Chuck. Let's <laughs> take the first one. Okay. Hey, Bamcast. This is Sunny California signing in on an actual foggy day here in California. I just wanted to say that um, since you guys have kind of simplified your music tracks and you have a spreadsheet of all the music you use, why the hell aren't you throwing that up on the website? Seriously, think about it. Other than that, for Black Exploitation Month, Chuck, good job in taking the reins and setting up some movies for the boys. But I do think you guys should take a look at two movies which I have enjoyed. Um, one would be Boss. <clears throat> um, off N word. Um, pretty funny. And then there's you better duck you sucker, which is kind of a takeoff on a uh, full of dollars. But black exploitation, I think. Yeah, have fun, guys. Thanks for the podcast. In California, out. Right, right. Um, okay, so Ducky Sucker is actually that's a Sergio Leone movie. So I don't think we can do. <laughs> it doesn't that. Doesn't belong anywhere on this podcast. We, we could not in good conscience, ever do that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, number ca- number two, it's starring white people. Yeah, I mean, they're dusty in it, so people might think by the title and glancing at the box it's a exploitation movie, but it's not. Yeah, they're, isn't James Coburn? Yeah, it's James Coburn and Rod Steiger, mm-hmm. um, who's Mexican in it. So, sure. Um, there and are Steiger. Yeah, there are exploitation westerns. Is he like Charlton Heston in Touch of Evil Mexican? You know, no, Rod Steiger... <laughs> Actually, I think it's Lost Tigre. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Steiger was very chameleon-like, and he is a very underrated actor, and I'm one of the few people who can say he's pretty much seen everything that dude ever did. Um, he's very underrated as far as character actors go. The other movie, yeah, is called Boss, you know, N-Word. Um, that's a Fred Williamson thing, and it's actually a series of like two or three movies. Um, we're not doing that one. But <laughs> based on title, no, uh, I mean, we're just not doing it this month. It, it could come up. It's going to be hard getting around the title, though. Yeah. That's... So the trailer is something that made mm-hmm. its way around YouTube for a while because people are like, they made a movie called this. Holy shit. Yep. So, yeah. But those are good suggestions. But one is too good of a movie. Yeah. yeah. If it's Leone, it's not. Well, yeah, he might have. I will nix it something else, perhaps. I don't Maybe. Know. I mean, I just I think hearing the title and yeah. glancing at the cover, you might think that's what it is. But. Yeah, I don't know. No. And as far as the music goes, um, we don't put that on the site 
because it screws up our searches because you know we spent top dollar on our search engine mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the site is optimized with yeah and it will come up first in all your searches and show everything so if you were to search for wicker man you'd have to scroll down through that entire list to get to wicker man the episodes that's why it's not there but yeah. send me an email mackie at bmfcast.com and i will send you a link to the google document so you can view it in all its google docs glory if we can share it and not have it be editable we could just put a link on the site yeah that way you yeah, can do that link too. right to it i mean so but yeah it's not changing now so what's in there is what's staying in there so yeah 300 I'll t- I'll, something whatever tracks I'll, I'll take out mackie's jokes about queen and um before we share it. <laughs> oh yeah there's oh, a couple of little it. in jokes in there yeah yeah, yeah. That's all right. We used to have Google Doc fights as mm-hmm. we edited. Those are fun. They are. They're insane. <laughs> Real-time editing. Fun stuff. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, next voicemail. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. This is Josh and Corpus Christi, Texas again. Uh, just going away in on that whole rock and roll giveaway situation. Um, I couldn't tell you exactly how far back it was, but I remember watching that movie. I know I saw it on movie channels. That movie was not when I was a kid, but uh, the main thing is I remember watching that or, uh, when I was working at Hollywood Video a few years back. I checked out a copy of it to kind of revisit it uh, because it said it was the two-disc version that had the uh, the alternate edit of the movie. And uh, I took it home and was really dismayed to find out that, indeed, they only put the disc that you guys watched on there. So uh, to this day, I've yet to see that, and I've really, really been wanting to because I've got a bit of an affinity for weird stuff like that, no matter how bad it probably is. Like... Uh, I think it's far enough down the line now that I can admit I'm actually a fan of Forbidden Zone and cannot argue any of the things that you guys dislike about it, but I still like it. But yeah, on top of that, I've actually been doing, uh, I just moved in a new place and I'm starting to do movie nights where I've already got an Omega Cop double feature set up and uh, a few other things. It would be nothing more than an honor to be able to present a movie directly from you guys. But uh, anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. And uh, crash and burn, Josh out. Yeah, um, we we have other people possibly can, vying for this copy of this movie. Yeah, so we were fight. that we were mediocre on. Yeah, we had Kyle who left a uh, a comment on the site like right after the show went up. I mean, yeah. he must have must have been like refresh, maybe refresh. he might have had like a Google yeah. save search for rock and roll. Yeah, like, possibly. I don't know. When do people but talk Google about Google alert? Just yeah. comes to us. But yeah, he said we're a little hard on the animation, which. You know, well, BJ was. I think the rest of us were. Yeah, I just think it had its good points. It's. I I think he might have, you know, ticked people off just by saying it wasn't Disney, which we all recognize. Yes, obviously it's not Disney. Nothing is Disney. Nothing has Disney dollars Mm -hmm. thrown at it except for Disney crap. Yeah, but and if you're good, you work at Disney, right? But. Back when, we, we were trying to be a little bit kind. We, we were really talking about just the animation, like the actual act of animating frames. Right. A lot, I think a lot of us were kind to the look, the style, mm-hmm. the attempt yeah. at it. But we The just, general theme of the movie is interesting, mm-hmm. but as a piece of entertainment, it is yeah. not. Yeah. And that's how we have to judge it. We have to look at it with the eyes of we're watching it now. Right. right. We, don't, we don't have nostalgia or good memories to fall back on yeah. for somebody. And that's kind of, sure. that's an issue that's come up a few times. I mean, like Night of the Comet, mm-hmm. we were kind of bored by it. And, you know, then there was the whole Buckaroo Banzai mm-hmm. thing where, you know, certain people like Chuck. Yeah, I didn't the even The Buckaroo Banzai Internet Defense Force I didn't even <laughs> sprung into action. Yeah. After that episode, it was like, two jocks. I, oh, you fuckers. <laughs> I, th- I think you just wrote the l- latest... Uh, Buckaroo Banzai sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Buckaroo yeah. Banzai Internet Defense Force. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they, man, sprung into action. Like, you didn't love it? Fuck you then. Yeah. But, but, I, but no, but we don't have the memories to fall back on. And that's how we have to judge it is if 
is as if people have not seen any of these movies yeah. Yeah. when they go into them. I this might be a little bit of a tangent, but I I just thought about this. People, I I think people defending Buckaroo Banzai as voraciously as they have, it's like me seriously defending something like Cabin Boy, a little to a degree. Like I think Cabin Boy is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I know it's a fucking terrible movie, and it's almost made to annoy. Like it, it is mm-hmm. one of those movies that is like, let's make something so fucking goofy that like a select few people will think this is funny. But it's almost like it's almost like an early form of trolling. Granted, Buckaroo Bonds like not quite maybe to that extreme, but I think I think it's like people have taken it upon themselves to like defend it too much. Like it come becomes on. a self propagating thing. Yeah, like. You know, now it's part of this is like our thing, and we're going to defend it. I I think I'm one of the few people who likes this. Which you, at this point, you should realize there's a lot of you <laughs> because of <laughs> what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I think I think it's like a few people thought like this is my thing. Nobody else has ever even heard of this. Have you heard of Becker Bonds? Like, no, what's that? You know, so like they're like, fuck yeah, I love this. So I think it's that nerd mentality of, a little bit to a certain degree of like I have to defend this extra hard because I'm one of the few people who likes it. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does that, make, I, does that make any sense? Maybe. Oh, yeah. like, oh, like, yeah. I'm not trying to say like you're nerds and you shut up. We know better, but I'm saying dick to the nerds, man. <laughs> I, Knock it off. I'm yeah. not offended, and I love Cabin Boy. Yeah, I like I said, I just I, I think, think it's I think, shit. I think, Fuck you. I think like Cabin Boy. Like I said, if I, if I were going to legitimately come and say shut up, Cabin Boy is a great movie. It's a fantastic piece of filmmaking. I know I'd be lying, and I'd be probably kind of playing into the whole joke that they were perpetrating well and if we could just go off on this tangent a little further yeah. oh no cabin boy that movie is almost trolling people who were fans of get a life because it's like they they had their shot it was like it was like they they got some money and they got all the same creative people and they could make a movie and my friends and i all love get a life and then we were thinking like this should be get a life the movie and then it wasn't i mean it was different and it had some of the same sensibilities but a lot of it is really annoying. His his accent in it is <laughs> went walking there for a second. His accent is really annoying. Um, but I mean, there are parts of that movie that are flat out hilarious. Mm-hmm. Just just fall down funny and quotable and and that movie even has an interesting art style to it. And I think wasn't Cabin Boy produced by Tim Burton? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was his production company. I think that's sort it, of why that the makes, art style that makes sense. It's yeah. that weird quirky like. I always call it like want to call it the dollhouse world. That's what I feel like when I watch a Tim Burton movie. It's like he wants his stuff to live inside a dollhouse, but real life size. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's like that's what I get with it. it's like this weird stunted growth thing. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like the sets and everything were big in that movie, but it still all felt like it was in a tank. Yeah. You know, like it's a tank with some fog and <laughs> and they're on a boat that's not actually moving. Yeah. Like an intentionally small tank. Like yeah. that, like just yeah. to give like it that a very charm. claustrophobic yeah. little yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel about most Tim Burton movies. It's yeah. like he wants to blow up a dollhouse and film it, you know? Sure. Why not? Anyway. All right. What were we talking about? Uh, I think that had something to do with Buckaroo Banzai and, 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 and by, rock and roll. <laughs> by virtue rock and roll. Yeah. Basically, yeah. look, we're, we're just saying we didn't tear rock and roll apart. It, it has its fans. It has its place. If you saw it back then, you're not wrong for liking it. It's, it's just now as a piece of entertainment, it doesn't hold up. Yeah. There you go. And right. you're on a list. To possibly win the DVD, because right. we like your voicemail. Yeah. Yeah, we, we'll basically be flipping a coin. I want to say there was one more we had, but I can't find it now, so... Yeah, a couple yeah. people have already said, like, I like that movie. Yeah. But yeah, we'll draw it, we'll 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 email you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And speaking of contests, mm-hmm. we hit 150 fans on Facebook, mm-hmm. so if you're listening, 
go onto Facebook, put a comment on this episode that says, you, you don't even have to say, hey, I want to win a DVD, but just leave a comment on the episode so that we can enter you in the contest because that's how we're going to do it this time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you don't have to be one of the original 150. If you're listening and for some reason you haven't liked us on Facebook, go there now, comment it, and you yeah. will still be in the list. And we will pull it, and it's it will be a list of DVDs. It's not just rock and roll. Right. Yeah, it's, so, a, it's a big list of yeah. stuff. Yep. Cool. And there was plenty of stuff. There might be some Batman movies, I think. Maybe. Oh, no. Still Possibly. some alien movies. We might like be that. getting rid of Batman movies. I'm not oh, sure. Dear. Yeah. Did we have uh, emails? We did have some emails. Do we have any more voicemails, or was that it? That's it. We just had two. Yeah, we did have another call um, this week. Matt from Ohio called after seeing The Gray and decided to spoil the ending because he hated it so much. So obviously not going to play that, but Matt, you probably should have stayed after the credits because there's a scene after the credits. What, really? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but I've heard that from enough people. That I thought are, you were joking. Cause... No, people flipped out about the ending. Like, you oh, know, okay. like I, I see the Twitter stuff where people are vague, but the ending is kind of. Yeah. I, I guess it's, I guess there's some ambiguity to the ending, but mm-hmm. there's shit after the credits that explains a lot of it. So. Great. Too bad. But thanks for letting me know how it ends. So I guess I don't have to go to the theater. And it was funny. I was, I think it was Chuck. I was sending quotes from different reviews for mm-hmm. no actually it was bj mm. where there was one person who was like the ending is a fucking piece of shit this is stupid and then there was another review right underneath it it was like the ending is one of the most fantastic things i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> like literally those words and literally one right on top of the other yeah. so obviously it's a very split ending but, but yeah, no, dude, I, don't, I, don't i think no i, I think he us. literally got out of the theater and like yeah i think what, he called directly from the theater like like did what i i probably got so upset like i did what i said i would have done after if i'd seen the happening in the theater where i would have walked out of the theater screaming what the ending mm-hmm. was and be like don't get the fuck out of line do not see this movie but yeah yeah i, I don't know it's where's the trees i'm not i'm not <laughs> yeah it was the trees <laughs> but see i there's a part of me that wishes I hadn't known that going in, so it could have hit me as I'm watching the movie and gone, "What? Five what minutes fuck? into it? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't That's know. Still, it, it, and I was like, surely it's not that. Yeah, it was, and I was just really disappointed. Yeah, because I mean, like for the first part of the movie, I was like, "Is it the wind? Because that's stupid. Can't be. How can the wind hurt? You? It can't be the wind. It's the plants. That's stupider than the wind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, if just please don't spoil brand new stuff. I mean, I understand stuff that's old. You know, there's still people who are pissed at Chuck about the descent. I'm but, sorry. You know, it's been seven <laughs> years since that came out. So there's kind of, <laughs> you, you've had time to see it, you know, but something like The Gray, where literally if I hadn't gone opening night. Yeah. You know, opening afternoon, really. Yeah. Based yeah, on yeah, when we got that much. email. Yeah. But anyway. Or voicemail. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on to emails. Yeah. Got one from John from last week. Hey, John. A uh, guy who... Picked up the VHS copy of Robot Jocks. He sent us scans of the covers as as BJ requested mm-hmm. vehemently. And it doesn't nice look like him. the DVD or the poster. It's different. Yeah. Hmm. He said, here's full, yeah, he said, here's a full scan of the Robot Jocks VHS I found for a buck. Also a scan of my copy of Cannibal Campout. So if you want a suggestion for a non-shot-on-video flick, check out Bloodsucking Pharaohs in Pittsburgh. That's the name of the title. We don't have to go to Pittsburgh no, to see it. No, playing exclusively in Pittsburgh. Oh, yes. okay. Hmm. Blood-sucking pharaohs in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're a blood-sucking pharaoh, I guess might as well go to Pittsburgh. would be the place to it's, go. It's happening. Yeah. Sure. Must Why be would pharaohs like... be sucking blood? Why would they be in Pittsburgh? <laughs> well, this will be explained to us. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of watch the movie. There's, that that is a movie is that asks the big questions. Yes, and it does. Yes, the big questions. Let's hope it gives answers. Yes. So. Okay, uh, next up, we've got Scott, 
who um, titles his email Rock and or Rule. Hmm. He said, uh, very few things. 90% of the time, I'm in complete agreement with you, but not about Rock and Rule. Is it flawed? Oh, yeah. But I think I still like it bunches. Now, if you really want to see a deeply fucked up cartoon, watch Wizards from 1977, which I like even more than Rock and Rule. And regardless of your info sources, Rock and Rule did have a theatrical release. I know because I saw it when it played for one week in Boston. Yep. We just saw it at school. Like, we turned in that report uh, using Wikipedia and be like, um, what are you talking about? The War of 1812 happened in 1814. (laughs) (laughs) Because some jackass edited Wikipedia. But I'm pretty sure that's where we were reading it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Hey, you saw it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we will take your word for it. it. Yeah. yeah. I wish we could have seen it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And Wizards. Yeah. That's Ralph. Ralph Bakshi. Bakshi. Yeah. Yeah. Which Fritz, is Fritz the Cat Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Cool World Which guy. is bound to be <laughs> fucked up. Or the half made Lord of the Rings animated movie. Yes. Yes. That, which everybody's seen. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. With the Eagles? Well, it's, it stopped. It's, mm-hmm. They ran out of money. And Fry and. Yes, yeah, the actual Eagles. I was thinking the Eagles at the end of the movie. I'm like, they didn't make it that far. That's where Eagles dare. Yes, the fucking Eagles. Sorry. If you'd said the fucking Eagles, I would be like, oh, yeah, them. Man, they they lose every year. They make the playoffs, and then they just fucking flame out, and it's it's terrible. I feel so sorry for that fan base. All right, so got an email from Moonpeer. (laughs) Moonpeer writes back after last week having that big request. He said, yo. Hey, guys, no real question this week. Just an FYI. Mm-hmm. You guys named 45 films in your recommendation list. Yeah. I have seen 19. <laughs> well. Let me get back to you about specific genres and stuff. Okay. Yeah. And really, we should have tackled that as like, hey, an alien has dropped here and said, give me five movies from the 80s and 90s to watch. We did, but we all just gave. Yeah, no, we, no. Then we tossed in The Wizard of Oz. Right. And there were not nine of us here, Chuck. <laughs> there were only... We, there were we, only four of us here. We there went around the room. suggestions. And then most. we went around the room again. <laughs> yeah. But Until someone said goose. Yeah. But yeah, give us genres and we will give you the shining examples of those. Like Inclu- the shining. See the, the shining. shining. <laughs> the shining. <laughs> we don't want to get sued. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Tobias. Yes. You saw a movie that you felt compelled to text me while you were watching. Oh, I want to hear To about talk this. about. So... I, I want you to share this with the Banffcast listener audience because oh, I will. Everything you said was amazing. <laughs> everything I saw word for was word. amazing. Yeah. Recap it into a microphone for us. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I saw the 1998 Mickey Rourke movie Point Blank. Ooh. Which contains contains and also stars Danny Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't contain Danny Trejo. <laughs> 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 really, really you can't stop him. Uh, it's uh, uh, like a like a ag- cop action movie, I guess he's a Texas Ranger, I think, or a retired Texas Ranger. Who Which be- one's Danny Trejo? No, Danny Trejo is a criminal. Oh, oh shocker! Playing Always against type. Playing against right. type. Actually, Danny he Trejo. is. Uh, from what I recall, I think he's a gang enforcer. Like he's in every movie he's ever in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So Mickey Rourke is the cop. Yeah, well, he's digging a hole, but I think he was a Texas Ranger. There's some reason he's digging holes now. Sure. And anyway, he was a loose cannon. And yeah, he took yeah, he's badge. definitely loose cannon. And, and I think they shovel. did take his badge, actually. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. Gave him a shovel. You have yeah. sold me on this movie already. Shovel. And um, it involves a prison break, and Danny Trejo face rapes a lady <laughs> <laughs> during the prison break. After the prison break, but they okay. go to a shopping mall for some reason that is never really explained, and there's a lot of cocaine. Well, 
That's <laughs> that's where you face rate. Yes. It's, well, you go some to the malls mall. have cocaine stores. <laughs> <laughs> And then other malls have face rape stores. So. No. This which, mall had both. Which does your mall have? A Cinnabon <laughs> or a face rape or a cocaine store? Because <laughs> they're never they, the same oh. one. Man, they've only got a face rape kiosk there. It's the worst. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, it contains the, the greatest line of a movie ever, which is, enough with the blowjobs. This is the worst penitentiary break in history. <laughs> how, is, how is that even? What, what context it's, is that used in? He's face raping. <laughs> no wonder it's the worst prison break because he's he's not yeah. on task. Oh, he's losing sight of his goal apparently. God. Stay on target. Yeah. <laughs> Stop face raping. <laughs> I can't shake her. <laughs> but it has pretty much everything. It has boobs, guns, uh, a fight scene between Danny Trejo and Mickey Rourke with a massive guitar solo that kind of. You can't hear anything but the guitar solo. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Got it all. And he's a loose cannon. And this is on Netflix? I don't think he says that. Though. Yes, it is. Or at least it was I when I texted this you. goes on the short list. Yeah, we may have to watch Point Blank. And it's from the director of Wayne's World 2. No, it's not. No? Second unit assistant director, oh. apparently. Oh. Somebody who watched Wayne's World My 2 mistake. made this movie. I apologize. Oops. Yep. <laughs> you did it right. again. <laughs> so... Harlow. <sighs> uh, we're opening up the Batman can of worms again. It must be done. Okay. All right. The bat. The bat can. So you watched the second two of the four. The last two of the four. Yes. I watched Forever and and Robin. <laughs> 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 Which is grammatically correct, but it shouldn't be. Okay. So rank these films in order from best to worst. Okay. Number one, 89 Burton Batman. Number two, Batman Forever. Number three, Batman Returns. Number four, Batman and Robin. God damn it. (laughs) All right, but okay, okay, to be clear Mm -hmm. on your feelings on these movies is that the first Batman is fantastic. The first Batman has very little that upsets me. Okay, so the first film, (laughs) you enjoy the first movie. Yes. The other three, you do not enjoy to various degrees of not enjoying. Right. I, I would rather watch Forever again. But I don't need to. All right. <laughs> like, like watching it recently, I'm like, okay, I'm good for another ten years. So if a gun was to your head and they said, "Watch Returns" or "Forever," you would say "Forever." Oh, in a, in a heartbeat. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, here's a short list of reasons why. To me, to open back up the the big can, the the Batman Returns can is I don't, I don't think of it as a Batman movie. I think of it as. Tim Burton was contractually obligated to make another Batman movie, and he had to, but he did everything in his power not to make a Batman movie. That is not to say he didn't make a satire, a farce, whatever you want to call it, to say that it's a a high you know a high concept, large budget summer art movie, mm-hmm. which I think I've heard which a lot of people say in defense of that movie. That does not make it a Batman movie or even remotely close to a good Batman movie. It sure. may be all those, and it may possibly be a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Not what I want, not what I ever need to see. Like I said, it's just to me, it's egregious to have a, a franchise, a character, or something like that, that takes so much to get it off the ground, and then shit on it and do like your own thing with that license. Another example would be like what he did with Mars Attacks, which is a license nobody gave a fuck about. So there's nothing to ruin. It's kind of like, okay, 
maybe to a lesser degree, let's say like they t- try to turn Transformers into a political drama. Ooh. Right? Now I'd see it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's Michael Bay still directing. Yes. Right. Okay. But a lot of people would be like, what is this shit? Uh-huh. I, why, I don't want to see a political drama involving Transformers. Right. Or, or ice cream yeah. <laughs> Or, hey, let's, how about maybe something a little bit more to the point? Let's say they made Star Wars into a political drama. Oh, oh shit. They did. Yeah. yeah. So, so your me, point is that... It made me sad. <laughs> I'm sad. So, now. but you still don't think it does things I just well. As I just far don't as like you know. I don't filmmaking. Filmmaking wise, I suppose it's okay. It's probably better than Forever. Forever is just more fun and more of a Batman movie. I would rather watch that as kind of mindless entertainment. Whereas I don't feel like Returns works on any level. I I don't want to think because I don't care about what it's trying to satirize Mm -hmm. and it's not mindless entertainment because it's grotesque and dark and weird and not fun. And it's not even a Batman movie. Batman's in like 20 minutes of the whole goddamn movie, Mm -hmm. but he returns (laughs) (laughs) later in the next movie. He returns. Then Then he's forever. I'll I'll be right back. And then Robin's there. So (laughs) you, you told me, even though I always cite Batman and Robin as being the neon nightmare, Mm -hmm. it's actually, Forever has more neon than that does. Well, not maybe not neon, but black light, iridescent paint. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is the scene where Robin uh, discovers that Bruce Wayne is Batman. He steals the Batmobile in the middle of Bruce having the date where he's like, he stole the car, mm-hmm. <laughs> the other car. And when he does that, he goes to fight Don the Dragon Wilson and his you know face painted up gang mm-hmm. who has, are kidnapping and I. Apparently going to base rape a girl, but <laughs> whatever. <they're laughs> oh, no. Well, they're, they're, oh, they're, they're, they've kidnapped the girl and he rides in. Good and, thing Danny oh, Trejo wasn't there. And jumps yeah, out of it and yeah. is like, I'm Batman. And they laugh at him, you know. Sure you are. Kid. You're Bat Shrimp, whatever bad line they gave him. Bat but, Bruce. you know, but yeah, they're all like not neoned Bat up, but they're, they're, you know, they're extremely bright colored black light painted up. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Including like their pool cues and sticks and everything they fight with. Hmm. And as far as Batman and Robin... Do you I don't remember many grappling hooks punching through walls. I really don't. Because that's fr- all I remember the I second f- half of that movie. <laughs> I forgot that's your comment about what that movie's about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really notice it. An excessive amount of grappling hooks. There are there a good many uh, grappling hooks catching people falling and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them punching through walls so much. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. And in a nutshell, to me, Returns and Batman and Robin are almost the same movie in a way, at least in terms of the villains. Like I mm-hmm. find, I find the penguin and Mr. Freeze completely unlikable for different reasons. Mr. Freeze is a one lining dumbass, <laughs> and penguins yep. penguins just grotesque That's and not, not ice. fun to look <laughs> at. Like you know, he walks around in long underwear, eating raw fish, spewing uh-huh. black mucus shit from his mouth. It's like they're they're equally off putting in their own way. He's and, a monster. And Catwoman and Poison Ivy are the same fucking character in both movies. Well, I think I think in that regard, the second regard, they are essentially the same character because I think... It might have been her written that way. Yeah, early in pre-production. Yeah. I mean, there was like going to be a Catwoman spinoff, and then they sort of wrote her into the next movie, and then they couldn't get her back, and they didn't want to recast the characters, so sure. they, I think they just spun it into Poison Ivy. Yeah, so, so I, you know... Like I said, obviously, I will admit, I think Returns is probably, it's it's certainly not as kinetic and stupid as Batman Returns by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, there's not 
a thousand, you know, pounds of dynamite thrown into a little can where <laughs> that's what I feel like is like the problem with both Schumacher ones. It's just like they feel like, let's fucking throw everything at it. And, you know, right. feel like that's where mm-hmm. John Peters was fucking jacking off like more yeah. you know, <laughs> mechanical spider. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and. You know, it, it's just, you know, it's just, yes, I mean, Returns is like toned down considerably compared to that. Right. But there's still just as, as equally annoying things. And like I said, I, I don't want to watch it because it's, I don't feel like it's a Batman movie at all. It's just, that's, that's my number one complaint. And it's not about being a Batman purist or anything. It's just like, you know, like I said, it's, it's like if they took something that you go to expect you know, I want to see lightsabers and things like that. And right. you know, here's an hour of mm-hmm. uh, our delegate from this person is going about a trade negotiation. Yeah, I can you know. see that's a problem. <laughs> I, I just I, there are so many mediums Nobody and eras of Batman that I think everyone comes into every new version of Batman looking for something different. And, you know, I th- I think a lot of people who were just simply fans of the first movie came into Batman Returns and didn't like what they got. Mm-hmm. And then there was sort of an overreaction from the studio's to then make the third and fourth ones, which obviously gave some people what they wanted because they made a fuck ton of money. So, mm-hmm. but it just didn't give me what I wanted. Well, you had kind yeah. of a weird thing back then. It's kind of broken now where I feel like if you like something, you stuck with it. Like, like if it, if it was something that, that was sequelized, you're like, fuck it. I don't care how bad they get. I'm just going to keep watching them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of shitty movies were allowed to pass as a, mm-hmm. as a sequel because like, well, people are on board. They're going to go no matter what we feed them. Yeah. You know, and then, weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. Well, right. no, not even you know things that probably made it past like a, one sequel. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. like by the thing, time things made it to third, like Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of fucking shitty Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. But people are like, well, I've seen the first three. I'm going to go to every single one they ever make. And well, and well, it's that hey, that one was good. Yeah. Hopefully, those other ones sucked, but hopefully they're yeah. going back to that. Re- having watched all of them recently, mm-hmm. rank me the villains best to worst. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, well, there's that, so I, many. I mean, best is obviously Jack Nicholson's Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my second favorite would be Jim Carrey's Riddler. Mm-hmm. I just think I think that's a, that's a that's a solid way to play that. Um, and he's basically playing the 60s TV show. Yeah. Version I mean, it's, it. it's an over the top Schumacher crazy universe version of that where mm-hmm. you have to be loud to outblast the crazy backgrounds and everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I mean, at that point, it's it's like starts to become a toss up. Like, God, this is gonna sound terrible. I think I'd say Poison Ivy next, oh, just because really? I think I like. Well, like I said, <laughs> I, full disclosure, I do not like Michelle Pfeiffer. I never have. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. I think you've mentioned. Did that. I mention yeah, that? I'm pretty sure you mentioned. Okay, that. I don't you know if I you made it or too. yes. Okay, well, <laughs> so I would say I, I like Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy just a little bit better. Just I think she was slightly more subtle in an otherwise not subtle at all movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, not subtle yeah. at all. <laughs> so I, I just think like Catwoman was just a little too slut horrific, like just a yeah. little too much. Like oh, let's lick the face and and, the and hell, she learns and hell here and all instantly. that. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like lick the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't fuck she after that. I, I don't. I don't even she know. Does. I mean, you know. It's probably then. It's probably Catwoman, then Two Face, then Mister Freeze being the very bottom. Where does uh, oh, uh, unless I even want to count Bane, Bane's or, count or Bane. Shrek? I mean, Max Shrek would That's, be. That, I was going to ask you that. He's not, I know he's, he's, he's not a Batman right, villain, but, but yes, he's he, a villain. He's probably higher than um, even Jim Carrey. Okay. I think he's honestly from a movie I don't like. He's great. Mm-hmm. He'd be number two. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So last thing, real quick. Um, mm-hmm. The theory that's been floated on the internet is each one of those represents a different decade of Batman. Right. Do you agree with that? 
Sure, to a certain extent. Yeah. Because I know they've said, like, Batman and Robin is 60s, Batman Forever is 70s. Mm-hmm. Batman and Batman Returns are kind of 80s or 90s, depending yeah. on who you ask. Some people even say the first Batman is 40s. Perhaps. Which is kind of... I don't yeah, know I mean, you know, one, just just I mean, it definitely makes Batman and Robin make a hell of a lot more sense. Perhaps, yeah. I mean, cuz there's cartoon sound effects and dumb shit going on that is very much like you might as well just put the bam and pow and shit on the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just get it over with. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I definitely 89 Batman. I, I watched enough, you know, I was ridiculously sick with that movie. Like I watched all kinds of things I could about that. Like anytime there was a, something on about it, I'd watch it. Like I definitely think that's 80s. That's Frank Miller Batman. That was their mm-hmm. inspiration. That's what they went with. I mean, that's all I ever heard Tim Burton say was like, yeah, you know, Dark Knight Returns and Year mm-hmm. One and all that. That's what I want to make. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We can close the book right. on Batman. <laughs> yep. We will agree to disagree. But you have plenty of supporters as far as sure. not liking Returns. Well, maybe I made more sense this time after explaining a little bit more of like, Maybe I don't hate, hate, hate the movie, but I hate the fact that it's considered a Batman movie. Yeah, I don't want to fight with you anymore. (laughs) Sad. You wore me down. All right. So you guys got anything else? Or is it time for some contact info information? All right. So contact info. First, check out the website, bmfcast.com. You can leave comments on the posts as well as sometimes uh, see videos and stuff once I eventually link them to the pages they go to. One day. One day. <laughs> but also uh, check us out on Twitter. Twitter. MySpace. Twitter, yes. It's MySpace. We actually have a Friendster. page there. <laughs> Go to our yes. Orchid page. No, check us out on Twitter at our live journal page. At BAMFCast. Uh, check us out on Facebook slash BMFCast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also remember to leave a comment on this episode so that you can be entered in the contest, which we'll draw for next week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also uh, check us out on Stitcher. For your relevant mobile devices, mm-hmm. you can thumbs up us, favorite us, and get all your episodes immediately as soon as they're released. And it now goes back 10 episodes instead of five. So Whoa. they've upgraded it. So thanks, Stitcher. You guys are awesome. Breaking news. Yep. And it will save your place if you stop, unlike the website, apparently, is yes. what people have told me. It doesn't. Yeah. 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 Fuck Flash. <gasps> yeah. Flash sucks. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends, BMFCast, mm-hmm. and you will find us. And you can rate us and review us. Yeah, and we don't mention it very often, but if you're, you know, we have RSS feeds up there too. So if you want to use something other than iTunes, your best bet is to get the MP3s or whatever to your, because they're going to sound better than Stitcher. We love Stitcher, but oh yeah, that's quality true. wise on them the actual bit. thing because it's better. mobile device. Yeah, you know, got a three G, four G. Can't. It's not geez. all that great. Not that many Gs. Yeah, go around. <laughs> Slaughter used up all the Gs. He did. Damn Slaughter. You can email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Mm-hmm. if you don't feel like having your voice heard. But if you do want your voice heard, just in our voice. What? No. <laughs> no, if you want your voice heard, you're going to call us at 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, the Bugarfield hotline, mm-hmm. 910-556-9263. That is correct. Yes. It's a great number. You it should is. call it 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. Your voice will be heard on an episode unless you spoil the end of a brand new movie and then it won't. So, sorry. Yeah. Yep. These things happen. Yep. Right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Shall we? Good. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. I'm Tobias. And that's BFCast out.